You are listening to Master Coaching with Ajit, a podcast that inspires coaches to impact lives of their clients more meaningfully. I am Coach Ajit, and I'm known for coaching high performers, entrepreneurs, and leaders. I'm also a serial entrepreneur and author of many books. On this podcast, I am answering your burning questions. I'm also demonstrating and deconstructing behind-the-scenes coaching sessions. And this week, we are launching a really special series called Starting Strong. Well, Happy New Year to 2022. And as the year starts, we are excited to bring a whole new series to answer your questions that we've gotten most frequently on this podcast. You see, when we launched the podcast, Master Coaching with Ajit, we got about a thousand different queries. And we have taken the time to compile some of the most frequently asked questions across these thousand questions around the business of coaching. And so the next five episodes, we have dedicated to answer these questions that have come up again and again and again. So for the next five days, we are going to answer these five most repeated questions on the business of coaching. Our intent would be to give you complete answers to these questions. So stick around as we answer one question every day as in depth. So by the end of each episode, you get clarity and how do you really answer that question for your business. And today's question that I'm answering that was asked several times was how do I find my niche? Now before I answer the question, how do you find your niche? I wanna address a bigger question. Does one even need to find a niche. You see, when I'm interacting with coaches in our live group settings, very often I'm met with resistance. Like, Ajit, I'm such an expansive human being. How can I find a niche? How can I limit myself to a small set of people? How is it that my coaching is fully realized if I only interact with a limited set of people? I can help everybody. Anybody can benefit from my coaching. So why do I have to limit to a niche? Well, you're right. You don't have to limit yourself to a niche. But I have a proposition for you. You see, when we don't define a niche, when we say we can serve everybody, it makes it rather difficult for us to focus our attention towards conversation that we are having with someone. You see, all of us human beings have infinite possibilities that we may want to pursue. You, for example, are pursuing a coaching career. At the same point in time, you're also probably pursuing a beautiful relationship. You're maybe working on your health goals. Maybe you're also focused towards creating an alternative career. You see, you have many things that you focus on at any given point. And because of that, if a coach shows up and they also say, I can help you with everything, you as a person will not be able to focus on what conversation to get started with. So the reason why we invite you to find a niche is not because we want to limit your potential, but because we want to expand your impact in a person's life. When I first decided to be a coach, I identified a very specific niche where I started. You see, in the past, I had had some success with building online training companies. And so when I started coaching, I said, the best clientele for me to start with would be where I can work with people who are also in the space of creating transformation in other people's lives and have companies that are of a particular size. And because that was the place I started, and because I had some experience in running a company like that and building a company like that, 
I was able to have meaningful interactions with these potential clients where I could relate to their experience. I could relate to what was happening and potentially happening for them. They could relate to what I was saying. And that made our conversation a lot more powerful. It also gave me a starting point. It gave me a niche to get started. And once I was working with these companies, I found that I don't need to limit myself to education-based companies. I could impact anybody that has a business of a particular size. I could have conversation around team and culture, marketing, finances, irrespective of what the product the company sold. And soon enough, I found myself coaching companies that had products that were doing a particular size. And as I was coaching these companies, I realized there was a particular model that I used to coach companies. And that model became the coach consultant model that now I teach on the Evercoach platform under Certified Business Coach as a program. And that became my next niche, training coaches to be business coaches using the models I had already tested with my clients. So you see, I started from working with a very specific group of businesses that were in online education, and then I expanded it to businesses overall. Then I ended up coaching other coaches who wanted to work with businesses. And now I train coaches across many different domains. You see, starting with niche gave me permission to fully show up and help my clients to the greatest degree I could. And as I continued to help them, I found a bigger niche and then a bigger niche and then even a bigger niche for myself. And I will continue to expand because like we already established, you are an infinite being and so am I. We will always expand. The reason why we niche is so we can focus our attention to a small group, create that impact. So from there, we can further our impact. We can grow our niche. We can create more impact out in the world. So while you may initially want to resist the idea of a niche, my invitation is to look at finding your niche as a way to get started, to get focused so you can impact deeply a small community. Now you may wonder, Ajit, fine, I will find my niche, but how do I actually go about finding this niche that you want me to find? Well, there are three simple questions that you will need to ask yourself and work on so you can identify the niche that you want to start with. The first question is, who do you serve? Who is it that you actually serve in the world? Now, when you ask a question like that, your first response usually is a fairly broad response. For example, if I say, who do you serve? You might say, hey, I do men's work, so I serve men. Or I do women's work, and so I serve women. While that may seem initially as the right answer, that is a really large category of people. When you say you serve men, you serve half the population of the world. And if you say you serve women, you serve half the population of the world. So take the time to really identify who among men do you serve? Do you serve men or women that have a particular kind of awareness in the world? Are they athletes? Maybe they are businesswomen and men. Maybe they are homemakers. Maybe they are people with children. Maybe they are parents. Maybe they are people without children. Maybe they are single men or single women. The more and more specific you get to answering this question of who do you serve, easier it will be for you to answer the next question. What problem do you solve? You see, once you identify the person that you're working with, you need to get specific to the problem, the identifiable problem that you relate with most and that you will be able to solve in the greatest way possible. When I started working with online businesses, I was very specific about the problem that I wanted to tackle. 
I wanted to work with companies that were stagnant for a really long time and were struggling to build teams to fuel their growth. So it was very specific to building marketing and team structures that allow for growth for companies that were stagnating or that were not growing as explosively as they should have because of the quality of the product that they already were bringing to the world. So the first question, which identifies who do you serve, actually helps you answer the second question in a very specific way. What is the specific problem you help them solve? The more specific you get with the problem, the clearer it is for you to approach a client. The clearer it is for you to identify exactly the niche that you should be working with. And then comes the final question that is vital to identify your niche. If you're struggling to respond to the second question, maybe the third question is going to help you identify exactly the problem that you would want to solve for your clients. You see, all of us, because of our experience or because of our training, have a methodology. We have a way to coach someone. We have a way to show up for our clients. We have a way to really create results in the reality of our clients and potential clients. And that, for me, is the methodology that you bring to the table. This is what makes you unique. This methodology either originates from your training, integrated with your life experience, or it purely comes from your understanding of the world and your experience of the world. This unique perspective will become your unique take on coaching, your unique reason why clients work with you. Now, if you were unable to answer the second question, which is what is the problem that you solve, try to answer the third question first, which is what is your methodology or why you are the right person to work with your potential client. And as you identify the methodology, look for what this methodology would best serve your client. And that will help you identify the problem that you're going to focus on first as a niche that you help your clients to overcome. So three very specific questions for you to identify your niche. First, who do you serve? Second, what problem do you solve? And third, what is your methodology? Another way to really define what you do in the universe and have as a simple statement for you to remember is a statement that goes like, I help blank where you fill in who, with blank, with what do you help them with, using blank, the methodology that you use. I help blank with blank using blank. This statement, this memory of the statement, will help you remember how to articulate yourself to your niche. Now here's a real struggle that you may find. You may write who you serve, you may even identify some problem, and then you may identify your methodology but you may not find yourself confidently writing these. You may find yourself doubting if that is the right answer. You may wonder that while you've given an answer, there is something else that is on the horizon, that's something that you haven't considered. If you find yourself in that situation, here's my advice. The reason why we ask you to identify a niche, to spot a niche and work towards it is because it gives you focus. It gives you something as an intention. It allows you to put your attention towards one direction instead of firing all the guns and trying to do 100 things at the same time. And because that is the reason we have a niche, know that even if you're not 100% confident about the answer that you gave, even if what you gave as an answer feels like there is more to it, know that moving towards that direction may be the best way to know what is more to it. What is truth of that niche? What is the discovery that you need to have about that niche? What is the discovery you need to have about yourself, about your methodology, about your client, for you to know 
if that niche is the niche, there is no cerebral way to know with absolute certainty that if a market will respond to your methodology, there is no cerebral way to know with absolute certainty that a particular niche that you'll pick will be the perfect niche. What you can get cerebrally, which is what we are doing right now, is identify a direction, identify a focal point based on the data that you have, information that you have, and you walk that path. And as you walk that path, know that the universe will reveal more to you. Know that your own intention will evolve. Know that your direction will evolve. But this new data point that you will get as you're moving towards your niche will give you exactly what you need So finally know what would be the perfect niche for you to progress into. Sometimes you will find your niche in the first go at it. You will find exactly what you were searching for and you will nail it in the head. And sometimes it may take six months before you get anywhere. A coach's ultimate transformative weapon is curiosity. And this is where your curiosity will help you find exactly the niche that you need to work with in the way you need to work with to create the results that you want to create for the exact problems that you need to solve or exact growth areas that you need to work on. So while these three questions will help you identify your niche to get started, stay curious. Stay present to your experience so you can evolve as your experience evolves, as your journey evolves, as your discovery of your client evolves. And as you will evolve, you'll find more and more clarity in who you serve, what problems you solve, and how you solve those problems. So if you're wondering how to find your niche, well, this episode helped you identify your niche, at least make some progress towards finding your niche. And this week, we are doing a really special series called Start Strong to give you a great start to 2022. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure you leave us a rating. If you feel there's a friend of yours that really struggling to find their niche and need to hear what we talked about today, share this episode with them. If for some reason you haven't yet subscribed to us on your favorite podcasting platform, make sure you subscribe so you can get notified when we post tomorrow's episode tomorrow. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is Coach Ajit, and you're listening to Master Coaching Podcast with Ajit.